Albert Einstein, Richard Branson, Bill Gates, John F. Kennedy, Tony Robbins, Michael Phelps, Will Smith. That sounds like a list of highly successful titans in a variety of industries. What else do they have in common? Well, they all have ADHD, but you don't hear much about that, do you? You know what you hear even less about? The successful women navigating ADHD. And that's exactly why I started this podcast, ADHD for Smartass Women. I'm your host, Tracy Otsuka. I'm an attorney, not a doctor, a lifelong student, not a coach. I'm also the creator of Cortography, a patent-pending system that helps people like you figure out what they should do with their life. And we're here today to talk ADHD, your superpowers, your symptoms, your workarounds, and how you proudly stand out instead of trying to fit in. I credit my ADHD for some of my greatest superpowers. And you know what? I spy a happier life for you too. So without further ado, a shiny new episode is starting now. I am Tracy Otsuka, and I wanted to welcome you to episode 74 of ADHD for Smartass Women. In this episode, I am going to introduce you to Rachel Elliott. Rachel is a lifelong resident of Washington, D.C. She earned a BS in biology at Salisbury University, and this fall, she is going to begin classes for her doctorate of physical therapy program at George Washington University. Rachel has been using Focusmate to conquer her short-term and long-term goals for over two years. She has more recently realized the power of Focusmate to maintain daily routines. And now she not only uses it to study Spanish and anatomy, but she also uses Focusmate to meditate, to practice yoga, and to spend time completing old craft projects. In fact, Rachel told me she even used it to prepare for this interview. Rachel also loves running, lifting weights, and watching animation. So welcome, Rachel. And did I get that all right? You did. That was perfect. Perfect. Okay. So I want to hear all about Focusmate and how you use it. But before we go there, I want people to get to know you first. So in that regard, can we talk about the ADHD first? Sure. Wonderful. So, Rachel, can you tell me, like, what were the circumstances of your diagnoses? Like, how old were you? I was at the end of my sophomore year of high school. So I was 16. And what was going on with you? So by that point, the procrastination had gotten way out of hand. So I've always had trouble forcing myself to do my homework when I get home from school So for example, like I'd get home and I'd have dinner and then I'd have a time to relax. But after that, I just couldn't force myself to do it. Like my parents would try, they'd sit with me. My dad said, oh, it was like pulling teeth trying to get you to do your math problems. And that was from the time you were little, right? It wasn't just in high school. Correct. So that was a lifelong thing. Like I never sat down and did my homework. It was always like pulling teeth. It was really frustrating and difficult for me to like stay focused and actually stay on task. So that's how I had kind of progressed since elementary school. And for me, how I worked is that like I would procrastinate until very late and then all of a sudden the adrenaline would kick in and I'd say, oh my gosh, I have to do all the work. 
and I'd quickly rush to complete all my assignments. And I was able to finish them and I got good grades. I generally got mostly A's, maybe a B every once in a while. But that wasn't really sustainable, especially because the procrastination kept getting worse and worse as I got older. So by the time I was in high school, I would spend hours on YouTube after I got home. And once midnight rolled around, I'd bang out all of my assignments and then be finished by 2 to 3 a.m. But of course, that meant I only got like three and a half hours of sleep. And then during the school day, I was wildly tired. I was falling asleep. I wasn't able to concentrate because I was actually falling asleep during my classes. And so that really pushed the like, okay, she might need help with this. Like maybe let's go try to get a diagnosis. So did you know or did you think that perhaps it was ADHD or did you have no clue at all? Um, I think when I was younger, I was like, oh my gosh, I have a brain tumor. My brain doesn't work right. It's not thinking right. But no, I did think it could have been ADD. Okay. And so then what happened? So I went in, I had my psychological assessment. I did all of the like brain games that they give you. And they did say, yes, you have ADD. (laughs) So it was no surprise. No. Um, the procrastination made it pretty obvious. And did you have any siblings that were diagnosed? No, I'm actually an only child. Okay. And do you see it in either one of your parents? I do see it in my dad. (laughs) (laughs) So he struggled with the same thing when he was younger? It's not necessarily the procrastination for him. It's actually interesting because my parents considered themselves to be like, oh, we weren't the best students, but like you, you're just like, you put all of this academic pressure on yourself. Like we're not forcing you to work, but like you're just, you know, trying to get all them principals list every single, you know, semester when you get honor roll and things. And like I was doing really well academically. So it's not something that they immediately thought of. And my dad's ADD is more like forgetfulness. Mm. But he found a career that he's really good at and that he's devoted to. So he can hyper-focus on that and he's really good at it. Gosh, and isn't that really the key? It's all about environment. Mm -hmm. So did they try medication or what did you do? So I did try medication, but I never had any results. At all? Or did they just, did it just kind of make you anxious and, you know, worse? I'm not even sure. Like, I feel like it's possible that I was more focused, but because I didn't have the motivation to do work that I needed to, and I was still chronically sleep deprived, I would just focus on YouTube. So I'm not even sure if the stimulants did anything. So you might have hyper-focused on the wrong thing and made it even worse. Possibly. I, I didn't uh, really notice an effect at the time. Okay, so then what did you do? You must have been really frustrated. I was. I was. But like I just kept carrying on with that pattern throughout high school and college. Like I still got into colleges. I attended college. Throughout my freshman year, I continued my like procrastination cycle. I fell asleep during my freshman classes. Eventually, I 
got into the habit of trying to ask people at the beginning of the semester to be my study partner. Oh. So I had known from a very young age that I worked better when I was sitting across from someone studying silently. Like I knew that automatically when I was in like elementary school and middle school to the point where like I went to a Catholic school and there were a lot of large families. And as a kid, I was like, oh, I should move in with them. And then I can do homework with all my siblings and we'll work around a table silently together and we'll just do all of our math problems. And then we'll like go outside and play and come back and like read together. Like that was my fantasy image. Like I know that's wildly crazy and that's not what happens with larger families, but that's how much I knew that like I needed to have like a body double and like a work buddy. That is so interesting. And I am convinced that the reason you ultimately did well in school is because you were in a Catholic school where there is so much structure. I know you've talked about that in your previous interviews. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I see it with my son and I went to Catholic school and, you know, I really believe that if you have a creative brain, I looked at my son and how creative he was. I just truly thought that, oh my God, the Catholic school, it's just going to stifle his creativity. But after two other high schools, we finally realized that, no, maybe maybe the last try, the third high school should be the Catholic school. And he did that this year. And I don't know, I think he's going to have a 3-7 or a 3-8. So, but it was the structure, you know, he Mm. needed that. As well as what you're saying as far as, okay, then you get all that structure, but you still got to get the work done. Right. Okay. So then what happened? So I did get a lot better with finding study partners because I had by that point realized I have to study with somebody. That's the only way I can get work done. So very much I got into the habit of at the beginning of every semester, I went up to people and I would say like, hey, you, I'm in your psychology class. Do you want to be my study partner? We can go to the library every day after class and like review notes. It didn't always work, but I did find some good study partners and those people definitely helped me get through my college classes. Wow, Rachel, you know, this is such a perfect example. And I say this all the time of really paying attention to what works for you, because obviously, you know, not everything works for everyone, but we know what works if we just pay attention. The problem is we're not paying attention. Right. I also changed up my schedule because I realized that having the giant block of work, like normally in elementary school, middle school and high school, you have classes from like nine to three o'clock. And then like you go home and do homework from three o'clock to, you know, six o'clock or later. That does not work for me. That's really bad. I need to have a class and then a break, class and then exercise, class and then lunch. Having the day broken up like that works so much better for me. So once I realized that in college, I was able to switch up my schedule so that I did have, you know, biology, break, and then chemistry, break, then lunch, then exercise, etc. During your breaks, would you actually do work as well? Or were they purely just breaks for you to run around and, you know, do whatever? They were usually work breaks. Yeah. And that's another thing I've noticed with my son. When he has study hall, you know, the other kids are all screwing around and he gets upset because he is so efficient during that study hall because he knows if he doesn't get it done then, he's going to have to go home and it's going to take him three times as long. Right. Exactly. 
That's incredible. Okay, so once you knew, okay, this was ADHD, and obviously you knew that one of the problems you struggled with is getting started as far as getting work done. Were there any other symptoms that you always wondered about, but once you were diagnosed, you recognized them clearly as ADHD, or was it primarily just getting started? I would say the procrastination was definitely the major issue. There was obviously some like forgetfulness, like I really need routine so I don't forget to do things. I think I get frustrated more easily than the average person, but I'd still say procrastination was like the main issue. How about hyperfocus? Can you pop into hyperfocus when you're interested in something? Yes, like especially if I'm reading. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about Focusmate now. But before we do that, I just want to make sure that our listeners know what body doubling is. So let me give you a little bit of background on that. So when we go to school, and Rachel is the perfect example of that, we're taught that if we need to concentrate, we should isolate ourselves, preferably without, you know, background distracting noise. But the ADHD brain works differently. You know, for example, stimulants and caffeine amp neurotypicals up but it calms most of us down. And I know, again, you know, I'm using my son as an example. He can't seem to study without music and he can study with music with words versus a lot of people can't do that. So many of us have discovered that working with someone else in the room, just like Rachel was saying, while counterintuitive, it's really effective for our ADHD brains. We're able to get things done much more quickly in this way. And this is called using a body double. And if you want to know more about body doubling and why this works for us, you can take a listen to, I think it's podcast episode 14. It's like, what's a body double and how can it help me to get my work done or something like that. So that's what body doubling is in a nutshell. And ever since I started our Facebook group, I have been trying to set up body doubling for our members. Just like Rachel, I remember being in college and not being able to study in my apartment or in my dorm. I had to go to the library. I had to go somewhere where there were people. And it didn't even matter if it was a loud, noisy place. I just couldn't be by myself. So when I started the Facebook group, I was trying to set up this body doubling for our members. We were calling it Study Hall. And it just wasn't working. We were doing it on Zoom. I always had to be there. It, it, was, it just wasn't working. So I started talking to some programmers to see if they could build something for me. And that's when I discovered that there was an application out there called Focusmate, and it was online. And it did most everything that our members had requested. So I talked to the founder of Focusmate. His name's Taylor Jacobson. And he was so kind that he created a group for us called ADHD for Smartass Women. And then he offered our group unlimited sessions on Focusmate. And I think that's going through July 28th. So if this is something that you think might work for you, you need to jump on before July 28th to try it out. So we launched this Focusmate group, and I kept hearing members talking about a woman named Rachel. <laughs> and apparently, she was always on Focusmate. And so I made an effort to sign up and work with Rachel. And I did this a couple of times, but every single time I'd be paired up with Rachel, something would happen, and I'd end up with another member. So I never met this elusive Rachel. But then... You, Rachel, showed up to one of our virtual cocktail parties, and I swear, you guys, it was like a celebrity arrived because Rachel Elliott 
Yeah. Was the now I'm screwed up because I actually wrote Rachel Ellison somewhere, which Rachel knows about. And so now I'm like, okay, what's the last name? But anyway, you arrived to this virtual cocktail party and everybody was like, oh my God, it's Rachel. So you are like the queen of Focusmate. So I want to hear from you, first of all, how does Focusmate work and how do you use it? Okay. So First off, it's really cool to be the focus mate queen. I didn't realize that everyone thought of me that way until I got into that Zoom cocktail. No, it was it was really funny. And you know, people would be like, Rachel, well, who's Rachel? And then, oh, that Rachel, the one who's always on Focusmate, because when you go on to Focusmate into our group, you can see all of the members who've signed up for specific times on the calendar. But I digress. I want you to tell us how it works. Okay. So Focusmate is a web application that will match you with a video conference with a random other person who also wants to get work done. So you'll have an online video conference for 50 minutes. At the beginning of the session, you'll state your goal and you'll say, oh, I need to get 15 math problems done during this session, or I need to write a paragraph of my essay during this session. And after you state your goal, you type the goal into the chat and you turn off your mic. So it ends up being a silent work-study session. And at the end of the 50 minutes, you turn the mic back on and report back to your focus mate. And you say, oh, I got this done. Or I got distracted at this point and I tried doing this to help. So stuff like that. And I understand that it has revolutionized your life. (laughs) It has. It's amazing. I use it for short-term goals, long-term goals, and routines. How did you find it, and how long have you been using it? So I Googled motivation partners at one point, and I had found a different site that like matched me with someone else that could do, I, I guess, like you'd message each other on Facebook for like motivation and things, but that wasn't enough for me. And I kept looking around and eventually focus may just like popped up in Google. So did you know about the body double concept or was it more just that you knew about yourself and then that worked for you? I knew about myself and like how I had wanted to move in with families as a child. (laughs) (laughs) I had actually never heard of the body double concept until I heard your podcast. Oh, that's so interesting. And then I'm sure it all clicked, right? Duh. Yeah. (laughs) So when did you start using it? Two years ago. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize it was around that long. So you have been using it because she's always on it, guys. How many hours a day are you there? Do you literally use it for everything? I do. I have like 10 hour days on Focusmate. That is incredible. Okay. So tell us what you do. Okay. So I break down my use of Focusmate into short-term goals, long-term goals, and routines. Short-term goals is generally what you think of when someone talks about Focusmate. It's a task that you can do in the 50-minute period. So it can be finishing up an essay, like just I have to finish a paragraph of this essay. I have 10 math problems to do. It can also be non-work tasks like sorting or folding laundry, doing the dishes, meal prep, craft projects. So I'm wondering, do you literally schedule this? Do you say, okay, it's Sunday and I know all the stuff that I need to get done for this week. And then do you go into Focusmate and use it kind of like a calendar and schedule what you're going to do when, or how do you do this? 
Okay. So Focusmate has a feature where you can schedule reoccurring sessions and sessions throughout the week. Oh, I didn't know that. They do. I can show you where it is after this. But if you click the pencil icon, if you mouse over the purple block on the calendar where your session's scheduled, a little pencil icon will appear. If you click the pencil icon, you'll have like a page of options where you can message your partner. So like if you are going to be late for a session or you forgot the session, you can message them. And there's also options to do reoccurring sessions. So I have reoccurring sessions like for the next 10 weeks. So it's just booked. I have like a solid purple calendar. And do you know what you're going to be doing in advance for each one of those sections? Not exactly, but I have created a daily routine. So for example, every day between seven and eight, I do my morning routine. Then between eight and nine, I study anatomy and physiology for an hour. Between nine and 10, I'll study Spanish. From 10 to 11, I'll do an hour of cleaning. So you have created so much accountability for yourself. Yes. What would you do if you no longer had Focusmate? So because I know the way I work, and now I know that there are thousands of people that also work this way, Mm -hmm. I definitely have more confidence in like reaching out to those people to create a Focusmate-like environment. So Mm -hmm. Focusmate actually has their own community page on Facebook. And through that page, I've actually found like a group of women who I have an accountability kind of like group with. So I have that in addition to Focusmate. But if Focusmate were to, you know, to stop or go out of business or something, I would still have them and we could potentially do video sessions. There are definitely enough people in that Focusmate community page on Facebook that they would keep it going through some means. So you've actually met people. You've become friends with people using Focusmate. Yes. So do you know how long Focusmate has been around? I started pretty close to the inception of Focusmate. Okay. And do you know, did Taylor have the same problem? Yes, Taylor has ADD. Oh my gosh. See, I knew he did. Of course he did. I, when I read his bio and he knows about you, he knows how much you use it, obviously. Yes. You should be the poster child for Focusmate. Absolutely. Or I should say the poster woman, not the po- poster child. There's a lot of poster children of Focusmate. So if you go on the um, Focusmate Facebook page, there's uh-huh. a lot of people that will celebrate their, you know, 1500th session or their 1000th session. Like that's like a big deal that you can post on the homepage for Facebook. I just hit my 1500. I'm almost at 1600. <laughs> that is unbelievable. So that means basically 1600 hours of using Focusmate? Yes. Well, and I mean, you just sound like you're so efficient. It took a while to get there. (laughs) And so tell me, how do you feel now versus before in terms of your productivity and being able to get done what you need to get done, your sleep, like everything? I feel amazing. Like I've, I'm probably the happiest I've ever been in my life. And it sounds like the reason is, I mean, obviously Focusmate, but it's more than that. It's the fact that you you now understand how your brain works and you've built a workaround that totally works for you. Yes. It's really the routine maintenance. Mm-hmm. And especially because like 
it's something I've always wanted to do. Like I've always made these like intense schedules and I've never been able to follow them. So the fact that I'm actually following them now is amazing. Like I'm so happy. Yeah. And, and I understand how that would be because you have all these aspirations and things you want to accomplish, but when you don't feel like you're meeting your goal, it's frustrating and it's depressing and it, you know, it makes us feel negative emotion versus you have figured out a way to get on top of it and accomplish everything you want to accomplish, which is huge. Yes. I'm so glad I found Focusmate. That's why I'm so hyped about sharing it with other people because I'm just like, I've benefited so much from this. Like, even if you don't have ADHD, like you can still benefit from the body double concept. A lot of people that have PhDs or are working on their PhDs use Focusmate because that's a lot of independent work. A lot of entrepreneurs or people that have their own businesses use Focusmate. Yeah. I have noticed that. I have never had a session on Focusmate where I wasn't working with someone who was very accomplished in their specific field. I think it's it's really cool. I'm wondering, Rachel, if you have any other tips on how to use Focusmate better. So I'm thinking of the person who's just started using it or maybe is considering using it. Is there anything that you could share that might make their experience even better? Yes, of course. <laughs> So I, again, break down Focusmate into short-term goals, long-term goals, and routines. So short-term goals in terms of study assignments or things that you can do in the 50 minutes. And again, I just wanted to emphasize that it's not just desk work. So you can do meal prep, which is really important so that you have food ready and you're not rushing around trying to cook food. Like you could literally prepare a crockpot meal during a Focusmate session. Um, random old craft projects. Like one of the things that I'm most proud of for accomplishing during Focusmate sessions are shortening my dress straps. So I'm very short and I bought these dresses that, you know, the straps were too long. And I got one in like Costa Rica four years ago and it's just been sitting in my closet for four years. So I created this crafting hour routine on Focusmate recently during the quarantine. And I started sewing everything. I fixed all the dresses and then I could wear it. I finally wore the dress after four years. I can so relate to that. It's those silly little things that don't take but 15 minutes, half an hour that literally sit there for, you know, for years. And every time you go into your closet and you see those dresses hanging there, you beat yourself up about it. I know. So... Yeah, I'm like super glad. I did a bunch of dresses. There were old craft projects. Like I wanted to puffy paint my younger cousin's name onto an apron and like a chef's hat. And that project had just been sitting there for months. And I did it during my craft hour on Focusmate. And she loves it. My cousin loves it. That's awesome. I love that. So again, just emphasizing, it doesn't have to be desk work. That's something that a lot of people don't realize when they do Focusmate for the first time, but you can do any task, any task that you want, just stay in the camera range. So make sure the camera is pointed where your partner can see you. I've had a couple women actually come on and clean their garage. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of cleaning. I have a specific cleaning hour and organizing hour. So I've hung up paintings. I've cleared out specific areas of a room so that I can end up moving furniture into that area. Okay. So the second way I use Focusmate is for long-term goals. So I personally used it to get into physical therapy school. 
but you can use it for any long-term goal. So if you want to go to law school, if you um, want to change careers or go back to college, if you're looking at switching uh, apartments or buying a house or things like financial goals, that's another way to use Focusmate. So for me, what that looked like was I took the goal of getting into physical therapy school and I broke it down into smaller goals. And then from that, I broke it down into things I could do during a focus mate session. So for example, I would need to email my professors and other physical therapists that I shadowed to get recommendation letters. So to break that down into focus mate ready tasks, I ended up saying like, okay, so during this session, I'm going to pick which professors I'm going to email. And then the second focus mate session, I'm going to make the first draft or even just like draft the first two paragraphs of my email to the professors. The next session, draft the other two paragraphs. And then the last session, I would go over the email and then send it off. You know what I realized? By doing all of this on Focusmate and breaking it down into 50-minute sections, I bet you have a really good handle on how long things actually take, which is one of the things that our ADHD brains really struggle with. Yes. So I actually talked about this with Meg, one of my friends that I met through Focusmate and the ADHD group. I also emphasize that, yeah, Focusmate is amazing for realizing how long it takes you to do things and to realize like, oh, this task is taking a lot longer than I thought it would. Or if you do get distracted, you can track how long you were distracted and what the distraction was. Yeah. So yeah, no, it, it's really good for that as well. Um, it has a countdown timer on the actual app or like on your screen. So you're very aware of like how much time you have left and how much time you're spending on certain tasks. Yeah. So even if your biggest struggle is your lack of awareness over time, I could see that Focusmate could literally teach you time. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. What else? Anything else? So yeah, those those are long-term goals. And again, like I mentioned, switching apartments or getting a house. And for that, I mean like either going over your finances so that you can save up money for buying a house and like doing the actual financial planning during a focus mate session. In addition, when you're buying a house, you'd probably look at different neighborhoods and you'd research like different schools and commute times and things. All of that can be done during a focus mate session. Makes sense. Okay. And then the last way I use Focusmate is for routines. So this is something that is super, super important during the quarantine because everyone has been locked inside and they lost their normal routines. Going to the gym is a way that a lot of people are able to reduce anxiety and to stay fit. And when you lose that routine, that can definitely throw a wrench into your day. So for me, I just put all of my routines on Focusmate. So I have a morning routine on Focusmate where I do yoga and I do four, seven, eight breathing. And I, you know, write in my journal during my evening routine. And I do like another breathing session during my evening routine. I also take my vitamins during my morning routine. So that had been something that was the most challenging for me when I had tried taking medication. I did not take it with regularity. At one point, I had tried taking an anti-anxiety medication, and I could not sustain the medication routine long enough for it to have any effect. 
Yeah. Or you end up taking two doses because you can't remember if you took one. (laughs) Yes. Definitely use a pill case for that. So I have a pill case and that is how I know if I've taken my medication or not. And it's during the uh, morning routine. And then I also have my study routines. So what's interesting is that like I had had this regular routine for when I was applying to physical therapy school where it was like, oh, every day from seven to eight, I worked on one task out of the applying to physical therapy school. And then once I got into a program, I switched that to a study anatomy and physiology hour. So that was a really cool switch. And when I fully realized that I was like, wow, I created a study routine. This is something I've only like imagined in my wildest dreams. So study routines can be done on Focusmate, uh, crafting routines. So a cleaning routine as well. A lot of people will talk about how they have tons of boxes filled with stuff in their room or like they never finished unpacking after they moved. You could have a routine where maybe every Monday evening you go look at a box of things and, you know, organize it or place it into different areas of your house. Like you unpack a box every Monday night on Focusmate, or it could be a daily cleaning routine. It's all dependent on you and your schedule. And I think that's something that's really good about Focusmate that it's very customizable. It's easy to cancel a session, like obviously cancel the session in advance, like at minimum, try an hour in advance to cancel a session. But if something comes up, you can cancel the session if you need to. You know, I just realized it's 50 minutes and I really like the Pomodoro method. I've got a Datex cube that I regularly use when I need to get something started and I just need to stop thinking about it, stop worrying about it, and literally just start. So I'll just put that thing on its end and start. But you could do two Pomodoro sessions back to back in a 50-minute Focusmate session. I love it. A lot of people do that. So sometimes I'll do that as well. I'll work on one task for like 25 minutes and then, or 20 minutes, and then I'll like take a small five minute break and I'll do jumping jacks in the middle of the session, or I'll do push ups, or I used to do martial arts as a kid. So I'll just start throwing kicks and punches. So you mentioned something called 478 breathing. What is that? 478 breathing is a technique that allows you to regulate your breathing and to calm yourself down and relax. The way it works is that you inhale for four seconds, then you hold your breath for seven seconds, and you exhale for eight seconds. And this is something that people use for going to bed at night. Um, People that have like COPD or other lung issues can use it to uh, calm down and regulate their breathing. You can use it if you're having a panic attack or if you have a lot of anxiety. It's something that's just a great way to reset your brain. Okay. So it is four seconds that you breathe in, seven seconds that you hold the breath, and then eight seconds that you breathe out? Yes. You know, I kind of tried it while you were talking and I've never, you know, obviously I do a lot of breath work, but I've never heard of that four, seven, eight. I like it. Guess where I learned about four, seven, eight breathing? focus mate? I did. One of my focus mate partners told me. So (laughs) that's one of the really cool benefits of focus mate. So like, even if you're like, you end up not liking focus mate, you can at least potentially learn a lot from your focus mate. Like I have learned so many tips and tricks from 
just people in the ADHD group, people that I've had focus mate sessions with that are outside of the ADHD group. But particularly if you have like a member from the ADHD group and you obviously have ADHD yourself, they have a bunch of things that are helpful for them that might be really helpful for you as well. So if they're able to share that with you or they're able to like see you doing something and think, hey, like that would be really helpful for me. It's an amazing way to like share knowledge and to really help someone out. Well, I suspect that most of the people in that Focusmate group are probably, or using Focusmate, are probably on the spectrum in some way. (laughs) Um, I am wondering, since you've used Focusmate, have you noticed that your anxiety has decreased? Yes, significantly. Significantly. And you're not on medication, right? No. Well... That's it right there. I think that when we can develop workarounds and when we discover that they do work for us, everything just gets better. It's just, you know, listening to what works and not paying attention to what everybody tells you you should be trying. I mean, certainly you can try it, but just because it works for them doesn't mean it works for you. So I I love how you knew this from the time you were a little kid and somehow, guess what? You were right. And you've, you know, developed workarounds to make that happen for you. So before I let you go, I have a couple questions that I kind of ask everybody that I interview here on this podcast. I would love to know what the ADHD traits are that you have that you feel are responsible for your success. So definitely my hyper focus. I feel like I can get really into things that I'm passionate about and that I can just feel really happy with it and like that I can help other people. Like Focusmate is something that I'm passionate about. And when I am passionate about it, I can share that knowledge with other people and hopefully have a huge impact on them and be able to help them. So that's something that I am like, that's my ADD superpower. Uh, second thing I think is like my enthusiasm for things, just like in general, I feel like I have a happy disposition and that I'm very positive and outgoing. I try to be really friendly and I hope that shows, I think it shows during focus mate sessions because most people are like, wow, you're so smiley. We, we love having you as a focus mate partner. Ah. I love smiley people. I like to think I'm one of them too. So what do you think the key to living successfully with ADHD is? I think there's a lot of things. Routines are really important. Even though we fight them at every turn. I agree with you. (laughs) Well, I've always wanted them. I just haven't been able to maintain it until I found Focusmate. But because of Focusmate, I'm able to maintain all of these self-care routines and these exercise routines and these study routines. And I really think the exercise has helped me. It's reduced my anxiety. It makes me feel really proud and accomplished. I also, um, let's see, what else? I journal now and I write down one thing that I'm proud of every day. I love that. Positive emotion. Yes. And it's gotten like... I feel like it was more difficult to journal at the beginning when I first started the routine. But, you know, over time, it's gotten so much easier because it's become part of the routine and I write more. So it's great. And, you know, it's expanded beyond just like, you know, things that I'm grateful for, things that I could do better the next day, things that I'm really proud of that I did today. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it makes total sense to me. Okay. Give me your number one ADHD workaround. And I think I might know what it is. <laughs> It's focus, mate. 
there's also internet blockers. So this is something that I'm surprised isn't like mentioned more in the Facebook page, but internet blockers are really, really helpful. I started using internet blockers before Focusmate and I just don't think I was as consistent and I would turn them off. Tell us what they are, Rachel. So an internet blocker or an app blocker will allow you to turn off the internet or block certain sites while you're on a computer or while you're on a phone. And which one is your favorite? So I use stay focused on my phone and that's actually one word. And then hopefully all these links will be in the show note too. (laughs) But yeah, so I use stay focused on my phone. Um, I have a Chromebook, so I use stay focused, which is two separate words for my Chromebook because stay focused only works on the Chrome browser. Cold Turkey also has a feature that will allow it to work on Macs and Windows. So that's a good option. But I actually have um, a summary page that I can give to you afterwards that, you know, shows the best blockers for the price points. And a lot of them are free, by the way. So don't don't feel like you have to pay for them. There are versions that are free. So if you use Chrome as your browser and you're on a Mac, you should still be able to use Stay Focused, right? Yes. Okay. But then you could open up another browser and it might not work. And or like you could still get on the internet. So that's why there are other app blo- and internet blockers that work on all platforms and all um, browsers. So Rachel, how do they work? Do they make it so difficult to get out there and you know get on Facebook or get on Instagram? They block um, it. You can't access it. Do you have to put a code in or how do you get back in? So there are overrides for some of them, but they'll have like a pop-up that's like, you don't really want to do that. Like you're better than that. Like you shouldn't be, um, <laughs> you shouldn't be on the internet right now. Some of them have it, like they permanently block it after you reach your limit. So like if you have a lot at yourself one hour for your like banned website. So like I put, you know, Facebook or uh, Twitter or something in my banned website lists, once I reach the one hour mark, I cannot change my settings. It will not allow me to go back in and change it. So like you're done. Like you can't use your computer for for, for um, Facebook anymore <laughs> that day. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. I've never used one of them before, really? but I think I'm going to have to try it. No, I haven't. No, they're amazing. And I just like, I'm floored that they're not more common in the ADD community. Like, I I don't even think it was suggested to me when I went to see a psychologist or when I, like, went to the disability office at my college. Like, it just wasn't even a thing that was talked about. And I'm like, no, 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 this is amazing. (laughs) This is so, so helpful. Because even during, like, a Focusmate session, you might have the urge to go on the internet. Yeah. Well, guess what? You can't because it's blocked now. You've reached your one hour limit. Well, and sometimes it's not even intentional. You are literally working. You're right on target. And then you forget that you're working because something distracts you and suddenly you're over, you know, in Facebook or like you said, on mm-hmm. Twitter or wherever. Like you don't even mean to do it. I, right. I, this weekend, I had to go find something in order to complete what I was working on. 
And, you know, there was this chain of four other things that happened. And I totally forgot why I even went to go find what I went to go find. And all of a sudden, there I am on Twitter. Like, I had no idea how I even ended up there. So I get it. (laughs) I'm going to try them. Yeah, it's a rabbit hole. Okay. So stay focused is the one that you really like. I am going to try that. I'm going to download it the minute we get off here. So that is a great workaround. So Rachel, I so appreciate you spending time with us here today. So if people have some questions for you, can they reach out to you? Yes. I do have an email address that I will give you after this (laughs) recording so that if anyone wants to talk to me about how I use Focusmate, just send me an email. Uh, Please try it out. I really hope you'll like it and I can answer any questions that you guys have. That is wonderful. And I'm telling you, one of these days, I'm actually going to book a session with you and you are actually going to be the person who shows up as my Focusmate partner. I really, I look forward to it. Yeah, I really appreciate speaking with you. I want to remind our listeners, if you are not in our Facebook group, it's ADHD for smart ass women. And at the very top, we have a link that is tagged to the top that has our ADHD for smart ass women focus mate group right there. And you have until July 28th, unlimited sessions. And once, you know, let's say you're listening to this and it's now November, just know that Focusmate is an incredible bargain. And I get nothing. And I'm sure Rachel, Rachel, you don't get anything either, right? For for sitting here and raving no. about Focusmate. I mean, we sound like we're an advertisement for them, but it's really because it works. We really believe in it. So even if it's November and our, you know, free unlimited sessions is over, please know that it's only $5 a month. It is it is the best bargain out there, especially if you um, want to get something done. So anyway, that's what I have for you for this week. As always, you are listening to ADHD for Smartass Women. If you like this episode with Rachel, please let us know by leaving us a review. Our goal is to change the conversation around ADHD and help as many women as we possibly can learn how their ADHD brains work so that they too can discover their amazing strengths. And you know what? Your reviews really help in that regard. They're like those little gold stars we used to get on our work when we were kids in school. One more thing, if you have a comment, a guest you'd like me to interview, or a topic idea for this podcast, you can go to my website at tracyoutsuka.com and leave me an audio message or reach out to me at tracy at tracyoutsuka.com. Thank you so much for listening. And Rachel's information will all be in the show notes for this week's podcast. And I will see you here next week. You've been listening to the ADHD for Smart Ass Women podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Outsuka, and we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. If you liked what you heard, we sure would appreciate a review. And not coincidentally, ADHD for Smartass Women, well, that's also the name of our free Facebook group. Go look it up. We're a totally smartass community of successful, ambitious women who share our ADHD wins, questions, and workarounds. We'd love to have you join us. You can also find all my details over at tracyoutsuka.com. Don't forget, I spy a happier life for us, and I'll see you again next week.